0: As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who, or what, decides this? Hetero-lifemates Steve and Yehel wanna know, and they wanna know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. what's up everybody and welcome to the second episode of obscurity now my name is steve and with me is my hetero life mate uh yeah How how's it going steve a lot a lot of energy uh I was not prepared and that's what the show was all about man you know i want people to get pumped about weird and obscure media um and oh okay yeah and i hope you are too come on man get pumped
1: I am uh, a drug addict and my drug (laughs) is uh, Obscure Media. Yes,
0: yes, yes. I came here to kick ass and uh, check out, wait, no, that's not right. Uh, I came here to look at Obscure Media and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. Uh, So, (laughs) so fantastic. How you doing, man? I'm
1: doing well, how are you? Oh, did you think I was going to have a longer answer, so you uh, got yourself a
0: drink? <laughs> <laughs> Way to throw me under the bus, partner. Uh, now I'm uh, doing great. I'm ready to talk about Mortal Kombat, which isn't really obscure, but we're going to focus on some of the more obscure media bits yeah. of, uh, of Mortal Kombat uh, once we get to the uh, feature presentation uh, section. But before we do that... We got to take a look at some of the hot news stories going on that's sure to be obscure in the future. With our segment that we call a hot topics. That's right. It's uh, hot topics where we basically take a look at. Um, all of the crazy news that's been going on. And again, yeah. there really isn't that much crazy stuff. I mean, I guess it's a debatable whether it's crazy or not. And the first story is going to be, I want to get your opinion on it, uh, Mr. Yehel. And that certainly isn't it. Um, yes, yes. Now, I know you're probably really broken up about this. I know I was. But I just think it's kind of interesting in that the uh, Oscars, which premiered a few weeks ago, I don't know, because I haven't watched it so long. I I think it was uh, last week, right? Yeah, was it? Last week, a week before last? Only a few. It wasn't pretty pretty recent. Yeah, only a few blocks from my house. (laughs) or uh, from my apartment, uh, yeah, was the lowest-rated ones of—one uh, uh, of the lowest-rated Oscars of all time, according to Do the— Do you think
1: uh, it's because this is the Oscars that's been closest to where you live?
0: <laughs> I mean, I've, <laughs> I've lived here for the past three years, and they have the Oscars in the same theater, the the Dolby Theater, oh, okay. every year. In fact, it's been— going on well before i ever moved here like i don't know that was going to be i was just seeing i was just trying to connect the dots because you were like hey it's really close to me (laughs) well i wasn't there like throwing tomatoes or anything or water balloons though i have thought about it um no no i'm just uh curious uh velasquez why do you think that this is the lowest rated oscar in recent i mean of all time
1: yeah, I, I think it's been it wasn't last year like the lowest, you know, up to that point in time, too. Uh,
0: so it's a steadily it's dropping off. People are losing interest. Is that what you're saying? I, I think that's what's been going on. I should have done some research, but, uh,
1: you know, I, I mean, I'm sure it's like a lot of things in media right now. It's, you know, multiple factors. You have you you have a lot of award shows
0: uh, uh-huh. that, that
1: are going on now.
0: A lot you know, of the, pointless award shows. Yep
1: right there <laughs> people haven't really been obviously going to the movies with the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. the last year and yeah new movies have been getting released and a lot of them have been going straight to streaming services but i think people just don't you know, you know they they don't see that the same way mentally i think there's like a like subconscious thing where it's like oh well i saw it at home first it's not like a move it's not like a film you know kind of a thing that's worthy of an oscar i, I think there's maybe some of that and I don't know. I, I just think people just have been I, I don't know anybody my age uh, that really cares about the Oscars that much.
0: <laughs> I wish so I can
1: just imagine like those younger than me probably mm. care even less.
0: Yeah, oh, you got that right. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know. I think it has to do with a lot of the uh, proximity of where I live. Um, people frequently ask me if I am going to watch the Oscars or the uh, um, or have an Oscar party. And my answer is always no, I haven't cared about the Oscars uh, since the 90s. Uh, first off, it's kind of boring. I find most award shows to be right. pretty boring. And secondly, uh, none of the movies that I like uh, ever win or even uh, nominated for the most part. Or if they get nominated, they, they never win. And also, like I've just heard so many stories about all the politicking that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worse than WCW in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's an obscure British reference. Yeah, that's what this show is all about. Um, and yeah, like it's, I just, I just don't care. I don't need a committee of people to tell me that a movie is important in order to get me to watch it. Um, and even... now, Steve, though, with you, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's okay. I'm done. I was
1: gonna say, with you being out, uh, you know, in Hollywood mm-hmm. and uh, in the biz, mm-hmm. uh, I assume though that for actors. Winning an Oscar, whether it's on the production side of things behind the camera or you know in front of it, is it still something
0: that people aspire to and dream about, or is it kind of like, eh? Oh well, it depends on who you talk to. I have uh, one good friend, and he—it's uh, very important to him. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I—I I just don't understand why. But I, again, I guess if you—if you want that committee, I mean. <sighs> If someone offered me an Oscar, like, I wouldn't turn it down, because usually after you get one, you can pretty much, you know, write your ticket, like, uh, meaning, you know, you're getting paid decent money, or even more decent money, and getting a bunch of, um, uh, you know, great uh, projects offered your way and stuff, but there's Mm -hmm. uh, many great people, um, especially directors like David Fincher and Stanley Kubrick, Uh, even though he got, uh, he got like an honorary one for Lifetime Achievement, they never won an Oscar, because... They do their own thing, and they don't care about playing that whole, uh, you know, I guess, Hollywood politicking game.
1: But, uh, Steve, so you bring up an interesting point that, you know, when you win an Oscar, you can uh, get better parts, uh, presumably more money. Mm-hmm. But now that the Oscars ratings have been doing so poorly, I, I like, is it worth to a studio to pay somebody more to direct or act in a movie just because they want an Oscar if nobody cares about the Oscars anyway?
0: Ooh, that's a good point. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that nobody cares. I would say that probably... Well, less people. Right, right. Yeah. It seems like the mass majority of, uh, of people, <laughs> of Americans, uh, don't care, especially since like, you know, if I'm like Joe Sixpack and I'm like fresh off my, uh, you know... 12-hour day of whatever. I'm not going to sit down and watch the Oscars uh, to find out that, you know, the movie that won is about, like, a woman who lived in a van and, um, (laughs) and was homeless, like... You know, I'm probably watching Transformers 5 or something like that. Uh, I mean, I'm not, but Charlie Six Pack is. I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Uh,
1: I I don't get what you're saying at all, Steve. (laughs) But uh, earlier you were talking about how the movies you like never win, and now Mm. I'm wondering uh, if you're not talking about
0: yourself. (laughs) Hey, I think those Transformers (laughs) movies, I think one or two of them got it. Usually, Uh like those blockbusters, they get it for... You know, sound effects or something technical. Right, um, right. Yeah, they never get it for like a best picture or anything like that. And They'll as they
1: like, uh, sh- as they shouldn't. Makeup or costume designers. Yeah,
0: best janitor. You know, best janitorial. <laughs> uh, best um, craft services. You know, those are those are important Oscars. I don't even televised. Um, like I think um, I guess one of the big um, sort of. Uh, Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? One of the things that uh, the stunt community pushes for is, like, there's not even an Oscar for, like, best uh, stunt person. And I think, like, if stuff like that get recognized, then maybe more people would be interested. Um, Because Mm. as of now, I think a lot of people at this point just sort of view the Oscars as this self-aggrandizing. Like, hey, we're the, the night the stars salute themselves, I think is what Jerry Seinfeld said one time. Um, and I mean, I'm inclined to agree, like whether uh, a movie I like wins an Oscar or not doesn't affect my life in the slightest.
1: Well, it doesn't affect mine either. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and maybe that's the problem. Maybe Hollywood has to find a way for it to personally affect
0: us. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's when well, that's why they've started all the virtue signaling. Um, but that's another story. Um, but... uh anyway i think we can close the book on the oscars they're, they're done they're finished washed up there's never going to be another one again until maybe until yeah, maybe next year uh so moving on to our next hot topic is um the cast list for borderlands was released uh, i think maybe like a week or two ago are you you did a video on borderlands didn't you hell I sure didn't. <laughs> All right, I'm thinking of a different movie then, uh, or a different video game. Of a different, a different Yehel. What? No, you're the only one I know. <laughs> Aside from like Yehel Smith uh, from Back East. Um, what? Uh, no, wait. What was that? Um, you did a doc on another game though. Uh, that had uh, that was a multiplayer online action one. Which one was Golden it? Golden Is that what you're thinking? No, of? I, no, not Golden Eye. It was an online one. Oh, uh, oh my God. I did a video on Overwatch. A That's what it was. was that... That's what I was getting it confused with. Okay. Forget all that stuff. All right. Do you, Yael Vlasquez, care about Borderlands? Have you ever played it? Uh, what do you know about it?
1: I, I played it like a little bit, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. I, I didn't really like it. I'm not a big fan of the art style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because I, I'm not a fan of the arts. <sighs> i like that art style in other games and other media but for whatever reason for borderlands i i, I just didn't like it mm-hmm. um and i just never really got into it but um you know obviously it's got a pretty big following mm-hmm. um and this cast list is all over the place
0: <laughs> sure sure allow me to uh, read it off here uh for you um ariana greenblatt is tiny tina <laughs> I don't even know who Ariana Greenblatt is. Uh, um, and then there's Haley Bennett, who for some reason her part isn't listed. Kate Blanchett is uh, Lilith. So, you know, she has all this like. Uh, uh, dignity <laughs> built up from all these like
1: <laughs> heavy dramas and stuff.
0: She, she's tired of her goodwill. Right, right. <laughs> she's sick of like doing, a, you know, well done movies and I, I assume they just drove a dump truck full of money and it's like, we need you to lend some, sure. we need you to lend some of your money or money, some of your dignity to Borderlands, Kate Blanchett and she was like, okay, I, I think she's British, pretty sure she is. Anyway, uh, moving on, Florian Minuto is someone named Krieg. I don't even know who either of those people are. And here's a big one. Uh, Jack Black is Claptrap. It kind of rhymes. It's uh, got a nice little uh, yeah. uh, thing going on there. Uh, Gina Gershon, like I didn't even know she was still working, is playing someone yeah, named uh, for her. Moxie. Yeah, they cast her because she has a lot of Moxie. And uh, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis is Tannis, which is actually a uh, sure. audio drama podcast that I listen to. Uh, Edgar Ramirez is uh, Atlas, the God. Who who knew they had gods in Borderlands? Uh, and this is the ultimate turnoff for me. That makes me not want to watch. Uh, it.
1: Can I guess who it's going to be? I think you know. Go ahead. Can, can I? I'm not even looking at the list right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess. Mm-hmm. It's Kevin Hart.
0: Bingo! You got it. Oh, if I had, like, a sound effects board. Like, yeah, he's playing, uh, get this crazy name, Roland. Roland. Okay. And, Roland. Yeah. Whoa. Um, another hard to pronounce name, Janina Gavakar is playing Knox. And, uh, and there's a bunch of other people that you really don't know who are playing characters that we don't know. Since uh, well, I've never played Borderlands. Do you even? Oh, I,
1: I thought you were into
0: Borderlands. For... Nope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, good thing we're talking about this. I know. I don't. <laughs> it's because I thought you made a video on a game that you didn't. Um. So. Um... <laughs> That is some great research on my part, but, um, uh, the fact, yeah,
1: the casting is, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Like it it, it almost looks like they were like, they're casting a very wide net.
0: Oh, Uh, they, they have to grab as many demographics as they possibly can, I guess. But the thing that most interested me is that this is directed by, uh, Eli Roth. What do you think of Eli Roth? Do I need I mean, to refresh think, your mind on the stuff that he's directed?
1: I, no, no, I, <laughs> he's the hostile guy, right? Yeah, that's, him. Uh, that's him. You know, Eli Roth is great. He'll he'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah, uh, you got that right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I I mean, he's okay, I guess, if you're into that kind of stuff. I I, I just uh, he, he's not like terrible per se. He's not
0: terrible, but, but he's not great. Um, And I feel like he kind of had his uh, peak in the early to mid, like, 2005s or whatever when everyone was into, like, torture porn. Um, And, I mean, other than... His sort of mediocre. I mean, uh, and I mean, and aside from like the graphic violence that's in them, like there's really not much else uh, that goes into an Eli Roth film. Like for some reason, he directed the Death Wish remake, and I mean, I like watched that watched that on Amazon Prime on like a lazy Saturday, and it like killed a few hours. It wasn't awful. Like it's just one of those guys that I'm just like, you know, why is he like? Why is he the guy for this job? Like, cause I I can't imagine they'll be going for an R rating with the Eli Roth style of graphic violence that he's known for in a, uh, in a video game movie. Um, Man, there are so many video game movies coming out. (sighs) Well, anything else you have to say about Borderlands, you hell? Yeah. Or, or your love of Uh, (laughs) Eli Roth.
1: (laughs) Dude, it's so funny because that you mentioned Kevin Hart, like kind of, killed it for you cuz when i was looking through the list i'm like all right cuz at first i was like this is such like a weirdly diverse mm-hmm. uh cast you got to have the div- uh,
0: diversity you got to have it
1: like uh well, I, I, just, I well, I don't mean like traditional diversity. Right, right, I mean I in terms of like acting range, exactly. ages, mm-hmm. um, the types of films that they've done. Right. Like it, it's it's so I was like, this is kind of an interesting cast from that perspective. True. So I was almost interested. Then I got to Kevin Hart. I was like, God, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: you know who else is like he's that? Going the comic relief. Oh yeah, kind of funny comic. So. Yeah, that's uh, another person who does that for me. Is if if I see that John Cena is in anything, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm Out can't yeah. do it. I would
1: actually, Steve, I would argue this cast is not very diverse uh, <laughs> right. outside of like it's true. Uh, the I mean, Kevin Hart is the one black guy, mm-hmm. one black person. I'm it's sorry, th- there's two black people on the cast, and then it's just most a field of I think all white people. Which well, I skipped whatever. over, a but few... I'm just saying it's it's not, it's I'm just saying it's not a particularly diverse class, cast. So I don't think they were really going for diversity, no, no, but uh, to be fair, Borderlands has like a lot of uh. Like, don't they have, like, quite a few non-human characters anyways, so...
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's quite a hodgepodge in Borderlands. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about it. All right, I think that's enough of us pretending to know about Borderlands. Uh, so, we're going to move on to our next segment, uh, which is known as... Yes, there it is. Killing time. Uh, And uh, I might as well get right into it. One thing that has been killing my time that I've been enjoying immensely is Invincible on Amazon Prime. Who could I ask about it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, You help. What do you know about Invincible? Are you watching it? Have you read the comic? Talk to me
1: uh I have been meaning to read the comic. I have mm-hmm. not read it mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. i've I've only heard like good things about it. I know it's by uh, it's by Robert Kirkland, right uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Walking Dead. but for those who are afraid it'll be like that because I mean I I know a little bit about it mm-hmm. uh, mostly just from like videos I've seen from like comic book content creators on YouTube. Um, but uh it seems like it's nothing like it uh, yeah. you know whatsoever. Uh, and from what I hear, uh the... The series on Amazon's really, really good.
0: It's so good. Uh, dare I say the best superhero show streaming today? Um, way better than the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I mean, I didn't even watch uh, Wandavision. I mean, it is like the comic book come to life. Of course, they they changed uh, some stuff, I and mean, mostly the the story is like there. Um, they. I diversified some stuff which I don't have a problem with um the only I have some minor complaints like there's they use a lot of like I guess hip hop music in the background here and there uh I would just rather have a traditional score or of course like a uh, 80s style synth wave score but uh, that you know but that's just nitpicking like. It's so good. Yeah. does
1: it does it fit does it fit with the uh, kind of style they're going for? because I know it's pretty violent uh, and pretty gritty. so is is that like uh what what they're trying to do, like match it with like some aggressive hip hop music or something like that? Or?
0: sometimes they do that. and of course, there's a lot of like um you know, high school scenes, so you know, there's i guess indie pop playing or whatever in the back it's yeah i mean it's just stuff that isn't isn't my style but i understand why it's there and it doesn't ruin it for me like it's still a great show i finished watching the last episode last night and um, i highly suggest that you check it out you hell and anyone who's happening to listen to this episode also check it out because it's way better than that crap they're slinging around on disney plus
1: is it uh, – did you watch The Boys on
0: Amazon? Oh, yeah. I love that show.
1: So how would you compare the two? Because from the outside, they kind of look like they might be a bit similar with, like, the superhero violence and that kind of a thing. I, I know, like, the themes themselves are different, but yeah. how would you compare it?
0: Well, The Boys is, like, a outright, like, satire on superheroes. Invincible is its own thing. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of tropes in there from, like – the marvel and i guess dc universe uh you know you have your the guardians of the globe who are like the avengers or justice league but they do stuff that you know marvel or dc could never do you know people getting killed and people getting their heads crushed it reminded me of like watching anime back in the 90s Uh, i'm sure a lot of people who've watched you know a lot of dragon ball z will probably get a lot of vibes from that just by the way like Mm. the fighting goes it's like at least um it feels almost anime-esque in that because they're treating you like an adult um i would say this is like maybe 16 plus Uh, i guess it depends on what level of graphic violence you want to to show to a (laughs) to a child um Mm -hmm. right but i mean it's all it's all animated so it's okay right um yeah and your kids love murder this is the show for them (laughs) (laughs) man they murder so (laughs) many people it is it is crazy um and yeah i would say like the boys is like hard r this would be like hard pg-13 to like low r Mm -hmm. um and is more of it uh more of its own sort of world than a than a satire like uh, like the boys is um, but um gotcha. yeah for sure I can't recommend it enough um, anything else on invincible uh, no no all right um I happened to catch oh shit not, cool. not I was doing so well <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard of that one <laughs> well it's the segment that uh, where we talk about no um okay uh, finally, I caught this movie, uh, American Dreamer, also on Amazon Prime. I really like Amazon Prime. <laughs> if you if you don't use it, you should uh, check it out. Um, super, super dark movie called uh, American Dreamer, starring Jim Gaffigan, of all people. Um, really? Yeah, I thought it was this kind dramatic of dramatic role. Oh, yeah. Not only is this dramatic, but it's like super dark. It's like, I would almost say like this generations taxi driver. He's an Uber driver or in this world, they call it hail. Um, and when he's not, uh, Ubering or hailing, he drives this, uh, drug dealer around. Um, and, um, sure, sure. I mean, back when I Ubered, I drove all kinds of lascivious characters around. Um, (laughs) but I didn't get tipped like he does. Uh, but anyway, um, Yeah, so basically, he gets this uh, idea to. mm, I don't want to spoil too much. He concocts a plan to extort money from said drug dealer, and as plans usually do, uh, they go awry. And um, I mean, you definitely have to be in the mood for a movie like this. Like, if you're. If you just want to ride down like a dark void. This is it. <laughs> American Dreamers, the movie for you. A
1: concerned with your
0: selections, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I mean, and I watch all uh, you know spectrums of the the cinema uh, rainbow, from the blackest of yeah, the I'm black to the lightest of the light. In fact, I'm going to go watch Care Bears as soon as we're done watching this. Oh, good. Yeah, good, yeah, good. for sure. So, uh, I think you need some Care Bears in your life.
1: Actually, the Care Bears movie is pretty dark. That's true. That uh, that head in the that book. That kid gets possessed. Yeah, yeah. The kid gets possessed by like a demon. By the head in the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. It's like that movie is messed up. That's And uh, he does some pretty screwed up stuff from what I remember. Yeah. You know, maybe we should talk about the Care Bears movie. We really should. In the oh,
0: that. And I also am a big fan of the chipmunk adventure, though. That is not very... um though that is not very uh, dark um but uh yeah care bears put it on the list brah put it on the list <laughs> um so uh so you said you uh, wrapped up the old uh, voyager series
1: yeah yeah we we finished uh voyager last night that the season the series finale uh it was really good overall the series much better than i remember i think it gets uh i don't know it doesn't probably get the recognition it deserves compared to tng and Mm -hmm. ds9 these days um but yeah really really good Uh, i think we're gonna watch uh, because we're just like behind on stuff Mm -hmm. uh but i think we're gonna watch the last season of attack on titan next um and then picard and uh are you excited to watch picard I've already watched Picard. It's more for oh. my, my girlfriend hasn't seen. Oh. It, this is like her first time watching, like going through all the Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you want to watch uh, Picard, well, there's Voyager stuff in it. So you really should watch Voyager first. So that's why we watch Voyager because uh, and she ended up liking. I think she likes it more than TNG, wow. even though she and she didn't really want to watch that first. So or at least just as much as TNG.
0: What is your favorite uh, Trek show?
1: I don't know, man. I I would guess I would say TNG, but, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, like whatever show I'm rewatching, I'm like, oh, yeah, this one, this one you know, might be the best one, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it depends, but it's a toss between TNG and DS9. Uh, TNG is like my first love when it comes to Star Trek, you know, so it'll always have like a special place in my holodeck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's really good. I like that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, uh, cool. I don't know. I mean, thank you for asking me what my favorite Trek is. Uh, <laughs> um, I've only watched, like, bits and pieces of each of yeah, them. Yeah,
1: you've never really gotten into it, into it, right? Not no, as into
0: it as, uh, as you. I'd probably say I've seen the most of the original Star Trek and The Next Generation. Um but I always uh, and I I would catch Deep Space Nine every now and then. And I liked that one for some reason. I, I think you would really like Deep Space
1: Nine, especially mm-hmm. like from season three forward. It, it's very uh, it's a lot more serialized. Mm-hmm. Um, and the finale is like a 10 part finale uh, for the series. Like it's it's very I, I hate to use the word epic, but it's <laughs> epic in its scale, especially for the
0: time. Um, mm-hmm. it's really good stuff was the Voyager finale epic like did they pull it off or was it just sort of meh
1: I would say it, it's very good mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite reach the heights of Tng that has like one of the best finales in all of television mm-hmm. uh Tng's finale but um doesn't quite reach those heights or the heights of ds9's finale but it, it's it's up there man it's really really good they just didn't have like a I just wish they would have, like, built up to the finale, mm-hmm. uh, like, with a few episodes kind of tying a little bit more directly into it. But, you know, it's still overall about the overall story of the show, about sure. them trying to get home. So
0: Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Voyager because uh, there is a Mortal Kombat Voyager connection. Uh, I don't know if you oh. knew or not, but we're going to talk about that very soon in our next, uh, segment known as the feature presentation. Welcome to your feature presentation. And there we are. And let me get rid of the Killing Time logo if I can. Let's see. Uh, but, uh, Yes, yeah, so we're here to talk about Mortal Kombat. Um, yes. Uh, the, uh, all Very things fresh in my memory. <laughs> <and> Mortal Kombat, <laughs> especially the new movie, of course, because it only came out like a week or two ago. Um, yeah, we're going to compare it to the original film. And uh, we're going to talk about the thing that no one is talking about, which thus makes it obscure. And that is the, um, the short films. Uh, but first... We're gonna to go to the Obscuratron, which is the name of the theater that I built for us. And we're gonna watch the trailers for the original Mortal Kombat from uh, 1995 and then Mortal Kombat Legacy, which is the uh, the short films. Uh, and then we're gonna come right back here and uh, and discuss it. So let's go to the theater. Ooh, here we are. All right, so here comes Mortal Kombat 1995. Hmm. I'm already in love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I assume that we're still muted for this?
0: Uh, no. Let's take a look at the, um... Check, check. No, we're there, yeah. Let's make fun of it. Ooh, Bo Staff. So Mortal Kombat. Is this Highlander? What's going on? <laughs> so, I watched this pretty recently. I think yeah. it took
1: a few months ago. And uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm not going to make fun of this. Like I like Oh this no,
0: movie. I loved it. When I turned it on, I couldn't stop watching it. And it's Like look at these. Some <laughs> of these sets are like pretty
1: cool. And that's one of the things I think, I, think, I think the trailer might be a little low the volume. Okay.
0: Your soul is mine.
1: By by low, I mean completely inaudible. Oh, Oh, there we go. The, the guy that plays Shang Tsung in uh, the original Mortal Kombat
0: movie is a charisma oh he is and he is so hammy oh it's so and, good and memorable yeah. complete opposite yeah. of the new Shang Tsung I agree and uh, yeah I mean I, I just feel
1: like man, the sets in this movie are so well done
0: yeah so much better than the obvious studios they were hanging out in the new one right <laughs>
1: is yes. so yeah i mean like uh i'm pumped know, uh, man i'm
0: pumped i i
1: i think i think it's certainly a better put together trailer too than the uh, 2021
0: yeah, I would play it, but I assume everyone's seen it at this point. Um, oh, I wouldn't play it. I, I think Twitch would. Yeah, 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 for sure. strike or whatever. Um, do. Yeah, so, okay, let's just get into this, and we'll play the Mortal Kombat Legacy trailer, uh, I guess, when we get to it. Yeah, okay, so basically when I heard they were remaking uh, Mortal Kombat, I I assumed that they wanted to make a movie that was uh, better than the previous Mortal Kombat. Uh, In fact, whenever I hear remake, that's what I foolishly assume. But Mm, what they're actually doing is cashing in on a 30-year-old franchise with as, Mm. I guess, with as little money and, or I don't know, with as little creative input as possible, I would say. At least that's how I felt after watching the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, and I also felt, my God, you hell was right because <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it last episode and you were just like oh i don't know and i'm just like nah man you're wrong it's going to be great and i also thought basically we were going to be getting a because uh, you know we talked about how the new trailer looked dark and serious and i thought we were going to be getting a continuation of this here's the trailer for mortal kombat legacy Which you've seen this, right? I think so. It's it's eleven I, years I, I, I old at this point.
1: I think I'll know when. Yeah, I think I have seen this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Do
1: you really want to push that? It's. The director from Mortal Kombat Review. Oh, wait, maybe
0: I haven't seen this because uh, this
1: guy from Battlestar Galactica is in it.
0: Yeah, it also has Michael Jai White. There's Jerry Ryan. She played oh, Sonya. R- I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is so much better than what we She's got. She's actually a good actress. hmm Michael J. White's a good choice too for uh, uh, Jax. Man, Michael J. White is so good. Just limitless talent, but for whatever reason, he's just I mean, not that it's bad. He's like stuck doing like foreign action films. Alright, we're gonna go back yeah. to the regular screen here. Um so, Yeah, he's uh he's a really uh he's a really talented guy, very underrated. Great uh, martial artist, too. Um it's, yeah. it's funny because in one of the um, in one of the short films, the one for Johnny Cage, like in this version of him, he's trying to pitch like um, a reality show to these um, executives, and they keep saying, "Oh man, the the action star is dead." And I mean, I mean, in 2011, I'd say they're probably right, and they're more right yeah. now than ever. Uh, I mean, the guy who does play Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat Legacy. Doesn't hold a candle to the original Johnny Cage, who I thought was so good. Like he, uh, mm-hmm. he nailed it. And I mean, I don't think anyone really liked playing as Johnny Cage, but he did a good job bringing that character to life and made me want to play as Johnny Cage afterwards, even though I never did. Yeah. Who, uh, who is your Mortal Kombat character, by the way? Uh, Scorpion was
1: always my uh, my go-to, and then once MK2 hit, I did get into Baraka.
0: A lot, but, uh, yes, uh,
1: between those two uh th- those are usually the my my
0: two go-to's sure who did, uh who did you who did you uh, uh invest your time in i, <laughs> I invested hours into lou king i liked him just because he reminded me of uh, bruce lee mostly um and then later on i liked uh cabal just because i thought he was an interesting looking mm. character. Even though in the new the new version of Cabal, uh, he looked weird. Like, when I first saw him, I thought it was Cyrax. And then when he started talking, I was like, That's... what? Like, what, what Yeah, at first is this? I thought it
1: was like a messed up Cy... Like, like a weird version of Cyrax, too. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think the costume's fine. It just didn't look the way I would expect Cabal to look. But right. then like you said, he started talking. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should back, maybe we should back up a little bit. Sure. Sure. Back up. So, well, to, to, well, when talking about Mortal Kombat, cause that's like way later on when they introduced Cabal.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Like, so, oh yeah. So, okay. So that was my expectations going into the new Mortal Kombat that they were going to make a movie that was better. Um, not only better than the 1995 one, but one that was going to continue what well, was started in 2011 with Mortal Kombat Legacy, which uh, you know during my research it was touted as giving Mortal Kombat the uh, the Dark Knight treatment, you know, making it more realistic uh, and gritty. Uh, which I mean, after watching those uh, short films, which you should watch them too, like uh, I mean, I'm like, yeah, this isn't too bad this is pretty awesome as a matter of fact but i don't it's still like ridiculous like there's episodes where they go to outworld and barack is there um and all the all the same ridiculous stuff is there it's just i guess more more gritty and i mean and i felt like i was being uh, treated uh, somewhat like an adult in those whereas with the new mortal Kombat, oh my god i i guess the big question is Is it a cash grab? Because, like, I felt like compared to the 93 one, the script was, like, absolute trash. It's like they didn't Mm. really give... They gave characterization to only Kano, who, like, everyone talks about, oh, Kano, so funny. It's like, okay, Kano is the comic relief. Like, who are everybody else? Like, they had no characterization, and I think it kind of lacked a... uh, not only lacked in the script department, but also probably in the director department, too, who was just like, eh, this is just going to get translated into Chinese and we'll get our money that way. Hey, don't, don't worry about acting like don't worry about a decent script. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, by the time it was all over, I was just like I was like that was supposed to be better than the ninety five one. I mean, it was just as cheesy, but less fun. Um which is that's a good way to describe it mm-hmm. like the only um, the only i'm almost done and then you can have your turn sorry sorry uh, no it's okay um the only thing they did like they're like well how can we improve upon it it's like well in the 90s <laughs> <Why is Bubba> <laughs> <laughs> running this, i don't know Bubba from the dudley boys running this movie <laughs> why are all these new yorkers out here in la i don't know um but they're like well the kids they used to complain that uh it was pg-13 and there was no fatalities and like ah that's it we'll put in a, sprinkle in a few fatalities and some adult language that way we'll get a nice soft r and then that way all the 30 year olds who were kids back in the 90s will go oh they it's rated r now well hello mortal kombat this is the one i've always wanted to see but uh, then when you watch it and you're like, oh, everyone's like, like just sort of standing around. And then when they do fight, there's like no, there's no emotional like arc to like make you even root for anyone right. except for Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically that's yeah my review. I'm interested to hear what you have to say, you hell. I didn't like it either.
1: Uh, like you said, I think it's cheesy, but not fun because it's cheesy, but it's not trying to be cheesy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first Mortal Kombat didn't take itself too seriously. And every like mo- most of the cheesy stuff in it, it kind of does with a wink and a nod at mm-hmm. the audience, you know, like it knows what it is. It knows that Mortal Kombat universe is absolutely ridiculous and they, they like really they lean into it. Um, I would say the actors overall are probably better quality actors in the new movie. However, I not all of them, <laughs> but I just mean overall because there's some real crappy ones in Mortal Kombat One. The
0: uh, original the Jax. So- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Jax is he's only in the movie for like a scene. In the original one, but. He, oh, for like the next fifteen minutes, like all I could think about was how awful his line mm-hmm. delivery was, and he only has like what, like two lines, <laughs> two I
0: think, lines. and he blew it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, Steve, those were the best takes that they had. <laughs> it
0: took twenty-seven <laughs> takes, del- and that's the best we got.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's awful. Sonia Blade, the, the actress that plays her, who's like the actress from Billy Madison, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: she's awful, awful as Sonia, um, Chris. So Lambert is,
0: he's oh. not awful as Raiden. He's playing Raiden the way he meant to play Raiden. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I when I was wa- rewatching the original one uh, just a few nights ago, uh, the scene where he first uh, shows up, he walks into like the uh, the monks. And he's got his, like, big hat down. And then he uh, finally looks up, and it's him. And, like, I just burst out laughing. Um, but it's okay. I mean, I like Christopher Lambert because of uh, Highlander. And he's still, like, uh-huh. I don't know. He like I think everyone in the original MK is trying their best to bring. I mean, and, again, these the characters in MK93, you know, aren't. The most, uh, you know, deep. I mean, they're basically 90, uh, No, they're '90s action archetypes, and yep. uh, you know, you've got the regular guy, which is Liu Kang. Tough woman, Sonya. Comic relief, uh, Johnny Cage, and then pretty much uh, you've, you've got a
1: volcano well, too. Was kind of comic relief. Actually, Kano in the new movie is basically a ripoff. Kano from the 93
0: more Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, like, why didn't they... Why did they give all the characterization to the new Kano and then to no one else? Like... Uh, and then they also made the mistake of uh, creating a new character um, right. and making him the Cole main... Cole Young. Whoa. I'll never forget that that's awesome name. Right? name. Yeah, Young. yeah. Better... So much better than Cole Old. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: Ooh, I, I thought that was a... I thought that that was a weird choice. Mm-hmm. And it, I, the whole time I was thinking, actually, well, maybe they're going to kill him mm-hmm. um, so that they have, you know, like somebody important to kill, but somebody that also whose death won't have an impact on like, you know, it's not like they killed off like a major character right. or whatever. Like killing Morph
0: well, in X-Men uh, episode one. Like he was right, created right, an just to series. kill. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, um, you, you know, like... It, they do kill off like a few characters mm-hmm. like Goro and stuff mm-hmm. in this movie, but then they kind of like tell you that they're going to be back at the end when Shang Tsung was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Death is just another. Oh, only. yeah.
0: So he wasted and all of our time. Us around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, that was great, um, <laughs> but not really great.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the movie. the The dialogue
0: was not good. It wasn't um, even like fun, I, funny dialogue like the first movie.
1: I thought that they were going to try to, like, have us have the movie be, like, uh, more, uh, I I don't know, to to give us, make us emotionally invested in uh, Hanzo at the beginning, the way it opens, Mm -hmm. uh, with the scene with him and his uh, wife and the kid and the family gets killed. I thought, like, that was actually going to go on way longer when it opened up, Mm -hmm. and we were going to get, like, more background on him, and then that way it would, like, mean something more when his family got killed, but... I don't know, like five minutes later, they're all dead. Right. Okay. That's fine. Like, they just like, it's like they start to do things to like, maybe try and get you into character. And then they're like, "Eh, that's enough.
0: Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, there was probably some executive from Warner brothers. who was like, eh, we don't need, we don't need no family killing. Just uh, stop it right about here. And, uh,
1: and and there's, there's so many things in this movie that don't make any sense. First of all, this movie has one of the tropes that I hate the most in action movies or in any movie, because it makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. The underground fighting Mm. uh, ring or whatever. Like, so there's like what a few hundred people there to watch, like these two guys, like fight in some kind of, you know, obviously not, not a legal thing, you know, and Jax walks in, the door's unlocked. Uh, he doesn't even have to pay to get in or anything. <laughs> so like, like how's money being made? Like, like, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, just hate that. It's so lame. Mm, uh, lazy. There's so many things that, yeah, there's so many things that they start on this movie and never follow up on like his wife, Cole Young's wife's like, oh, you know, I don't watch him fight anymore. I'm not going to stick around for his fight. So you think, but she's not mad that he's fighting or anything. Like you think like that's where they're going to go and show some like, you know, issues with their marriage or whatever, and Mm -hmm. then they overcome that, you know, and, you know, you get some character development. No, she's fine. She just doesn't, that he fights, she just doesn't watch him fight anymore.
0: Yeah, like, I imagine that that stuff was probably in there, but they, like, cut it because they're like, no, no. All we need is, like, fighting and effects in order to, like, sell this to China, And, uh, I mean, pretty much the sad, the sad thing about this overall, I should probably wait till the end of your review was like, I, during the pandemic, like I kind of thought that they were going to, you know, fold in all the, the remakes and the blockbusters and maybe start making, you know, mid range, like decent movies again. Um, but obviously Mortal, Mortal Kombat is a step back in the wrong direction of, uh, just doing a, a remake, like cash grab, poorly written with, uh, you know, just a bunch of effects and, and whatever, and then China and, and America, and everyone, I guess, will just eat it up. And yeah. it was number one. It ended up beating out a Demon Slayer. Uh, so, you know, you and I can sit here and argue about how bad the script was until right, the cows right, right. come home, and it doesn't matter because Warner Brothers wins in the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, you talk about, like, the action and the effects. I mean, the, the effects were fine. Like, they're, they're good, but mm-hmm. that doesn't, like, that's not enough. No. You know, no, in no. 2021, every movie has good has effects. good special effects, mm-hmm. you know? So, this movie makes the mistake that a lot of effects um heavy movies make, which is, well, since all effects are good and, you know, every movie has good effects. Uh, by the way, I think the stream just died. It went black.
0: Uh-oh. Um... Maybe it's just my computer. Still streaming on on this end. Oh, go. never mind. Yeah,
1: never mind. I guess. Uh, never mind. Okay. Twitch just <laughs> went black up for me. All right. Um, sorry to interrupt myself. Nah. But uh, back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the So they, they're like, okay, well, we'll just do e- a ton of effects then. Right. You know? And, and the, the problem is that they use so many effects that they, they mean nothing. And they're not used very creatively. No. Nah. And whereas in the 93 Mortal Kombat, yeah, the CG, a lot of it doesn't hold up very well. But because they're limited, especially with their budget and the kind of effects they can do, they use them, I feel like, more creatively and smartly. And in a way that moves the story along better. And it makes for moments, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, Scorpion finally uses his... You know, CG, you know, <laughs> little
0: bird uh, thing, thing out of his.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't, it doesn't look that great today. It doesn't make it any awesome sense then. either. Yeah. But, but you know, it's like a big moment, right? Because mm-hmm. they save up to it. Whereas like here, like Sub Zero's like making it snow for no reason. Right, right. Uh,
0: yeah. It's, um, you know, overused. Yeah. Just bloated. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: And And the thing with Sub Zero, too, that killed me was that he at any point could have killed everybody he was fighting they made him too powerful yeah right but he just would choose not to and then sometimes he'd be like okay i guess now i'll use this uh other big ice this ice thing i could have done all along to kill him but i won't use it in my next fight uh for some weird
0: reason (laughs) right well i mean well if they would have bothered to actually flesh out the script you know they could have easily explained that he can only do the the do snow magic like every once in a while because it makes him tired or something um but,
1: but, but it seemed like he could do whatever whenever
0: right i'm like saying they should limit it that's what they and, should have done yeah i agree
1: mm-hmm. and everything was like effortless mm-hmm. every time he used it he never struggled to use his powers uh to be fair nobody else nobody really struggled to use their powers right either, but um <laughs> the thing that like it, i i don't know like in the original mortal kombat, the mortal kombat like, there are scenes where Sub Zero goes to do something that's out of the norm, and you know, it's a big, slow thing where he has to like come in and really concentrate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they build it up so like it means something, like, right? I don't know, like I, I just felt like nothing meant anything nope. throughout this movie. Uh, they make a big deal out of them getting their powers, their Okana, or whatever they call oh, it. Oh, that
0: was the worst.
1: But but here's the thing, like, so it's a big struggle for Kano to get it, for Cole Young. I hope that I'm his name right for him to get it. And uh, mm-hmm. who who and well for those two, I guess, to get right. it. And then when Sonia kills Kano, five minutes later she's got hers. Of course. Like boom. She she shows up in the next she kills Kano. Mm-hmm. The very next scene she's in, she the first, she jumps in, like shoots her little oh, like thing. That right thing away. is so she lame. Got it right away.
0: Like I Like, when I was, uh, I was like, I don't need to see everybody do their powers from the game. Um, Like, I liked how they did in the 95 one better, where it was just sort of like a taste of the power. Like, when um, Liu Kang does the fireball at the end, and it's just sort of like a... And and then in the new one, uh, Liu Kang is just the human torch he's like making yeah. uh he's like pyro from the x-men making these like exactly. flame dragons and stuff and like, I, I don't want to see that i just want to see some decent martial arts um and then have some like you know just typical sort of witty action dialogue like in the first one like when i my friends and I finished watching the original Mortal Kombat, like, we we were coming out going, you know, this is the part where you fall down. It's like, you know, that's not, like, Shakespeare or anything, but it's memorable. Right. Like, I can't remember a single line of dialogue from the uh, the new Mortal Kombat. Uh,
1: Unfortunately, because I just
0: watched it. <laughs> let's uh, hear what you got for this.
1: <laughs> so, well, a couple a couple of things I wanted to point out is, with the dialogue, is um, they do the thing where they say phrases from the movie, All from right? Victory, the video game, yeah, over yeah. here, right? For the for mm-hmm. the video game, excuse me, which is expected, sure. And they do that in the original Mortal Kombat movie as well. Mm-hmm. But they like... It's hard to like say those things and have it not be cheesy. Right, right. of course. So in the original Mortal Kombat, they kind of lean into it. Mm-hmm. Like Shang... In the original Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung says flawless victory after uh, one of the tournament fights. Right. First of all, that makes sense. Because sure. he just watched the fight, right? Mm-hmm. And, the way, and that guy is very hammy and kind of oh, like so cheesy. Good. So that it makes sense for his character to just mm-hmm. be like flawless victory, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. In this movie um kung lao says it after he like kills uh i can't remember her name the one the lady with the wings mm-hmm. he kills her and he goes like but he's super serious about it. he's like this victory for kung lao
0: oh well, I'm yeah sorry. kung lao had like Some... no personality at all he was just like hey i'm here he was just there so he could do his like spinny fatality hat thing and then after he did that uh, he got his soul sucked by shang sung and we never saw him again um that's another they shovelled uh, on so many characters but uh, anyway continue.
1: Another one was uh when Kano beats uh somebody I can't remember and he goes Kano wins like what? <laughs> like uh right. You know something like that like I I mean and again if you're going to do that stuff it's fine but you got to like either like I, just say okay you know what this is cheesy mm-hmm. let's do it in a cheesy way or whatever uh if you try to do it seriously like you really need to have it somehow make sense within the scene. Right. Uh, but but to me, the worst, the worst offense, Steve, oh, was wait. when Scorpion comes back. Oh. He shoots his... Uh, spear, his, thing. Thing. What, what his spear thing. What is The garden
0: trowel. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And he says, get over here. Right. The problem is that this uh, Scorpion only speaks Japanese.
0: (laughs) Oh, That's a good point. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Well, we see him in the beginning of the movie. He's only speaks
1: Japanese Mm -hmm. and uh, he's like hundreds, hundreds of centuries ago. And uh, well, well, centuries ago, I should say. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, he never, he doesn't, the guy doesn't know English. He goes to hell, comes back when he comes back. Uh, to to do that fight with Ko Young, he only speaks in Japanese the whole time until he does get over here in perfect English. <sighs> That's so like, lazy. Like so, what did he like learn this phrase like that? Like they should have had him do it. They missed opportunity. Have him say it in Japanese. It won't seem ch- as cheesy. That would have been really and, cool. And just do the subtitles like he did every other time. He t- like I think like that would have been like way.
0: That would have been awesome. Class. Yeah, like I think. Maybe a different production where they, people were actually trying would do something like that. I'm, there are other uh, similar instances of um, of stuff like that in other movies. I just can't think of any at the moment. But, yeah, man, you, you should have been a producer on uh, the new Mortal Kombat. You probably could have made it anybody better. Else yeah. Anybody else. Anybody could have <laughs> done a better job. Yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah, I, it just wasn't fun. I didn't like that they made Cabal basically have the same personality as Kano like, yeah, either. That's true. Yeah, they were. They both are just like wisecracking,
0: Mm -hmm. and you know, scumbags. Right, and yeah, and at first, like they made Kano good, and then they made him not good. I mean, which I guess makes sense, but like, then there's no comedic relief for the good guys. Uh, Another thing, I mean, I'll tell you, I don't like you know when you were talking about how their you know their powers manifest or whatever due to the what did you call it again? They call it their Okana. I think that's
1: what the the Okana gives them the power. or That's what they call the powers.
0: Right. Like, that's so lazy. Why would the Okana make a mechanical eye or mechanical arms? That's a little thing I like to call science. Uh, And and makes absolute no. I mean, why not just grow the arms back? Because then he wouldn't look like Jax from Mortal Kombat 2, I guess, uh, or 3, whichever one he had the uh, robotic arms in. Like, uh, that's so But, you know, lazy. then they would have
1: ran into the issue of, like, well, who made these arms, like, for them? Like, I, th- I think I think they wrote themselves into, like, a corner because it's so poorly written. Where it's like, you, they, oh, well, shit, now we have to get Jax these arms.
0: Right. Well, uh, I mean, since they were busy being so lazy, I mean, in the first Mortal Kombat, Kano shows up and he just already has his, uh, his um, eye. And they never were yeah. like... Hmm, I wonder who made him that eye and then had like a dumb, like exposition, uh, you know, yeah. flashback or anything. He just had it. Whereas, you know, Jax could have had his arms. And I think even in, um, Although
1: I think Kane,
0: I think Kano doesn't
1: get like a mechanical eye. I think it's still like a regular eye. It just shoots lasers.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's, Oh, is that the case? I'm pretty sure that I it. thought there because was when he oh, first yeah, does he, it he gets his eye scratched and then it magically—I mean, when it turned—I mean, it would have to be mechanical to shoot a laser, but whatever. Well, this is like uh, That's really lazy yeah, yeah, if I that's mean, the if that's the truth uh, or if that's the case. His eye never got injured. His eye never got injured when his right. face was in the um, Mortal Kombat Legacy. God. He was uh, he was fighting Jax and like Jax punches him and the eye flies out and <laughs> right on the camera. It's it's so good. <laughs> um, and then a bomb goes off and that's how like Jax got his arms, which is so much better. Um, but uh, you, you
1: know what I you, I wonder if like with Cabal and Kano, if they were trying to recreate the dynamic that Goro and Kano had in the first Mortal Kombat because. Uh... In the first Mortal Kombat, Goro is, like, really funny. And, mm-hmm. But, like, he doesn't have the same personality as Kano no. per se. But, like, they have some banter. And, like, it's more like uh, Goro is just, like, shitting on him. You know,
0: right. It's, on a, it's funny because it's like this, you know, high up prince talking to this low, you know, low life, criminal low life. And right, that's right. why it's funny. Yeah. they Whoever wrote the original Mortal Kombat, I mean, they, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, uh, at least compared to the new Mortal Kombat. What did you think about the fights themselves? Um, Well, this is a trope of um, modern um, action movies, uh, especially when it comes to martial arts. At least the ones made here in the U.S. Like, basically, there's a cut after every move, um, and it really takes me out of like. You're just supposed to like let them have let the fighters choreograph it and let the camera roll basically which is obviously how they did it back in the original one but yeah there was so many cuts and so much use of like magic that I never could like fully invest myself in the fighting right. um, I mean I think it was obvious that most of those guys you know knew what they were doing I think it was a you know a problem a problem in post-production um, or just a problem with how they make martial arts movies these days. Um and uh and yeah, when like the fighting was started, I or I just really felt nothing. And also due to the lack of like characterization and in the in stakes in the script. The only time I ever really felt anything was when Scorpion showed up at the end. And it's like oh finally he's going to have his revenge. Um but even then I like it's like oh they both have to fight him and that's like the whole purpose of Cole Young was for him to bring Scorpion back at the end. Like, you could actually edit out the opening scenes of, like, Sub-Zero... Uh, like, you can start with Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, edit out the whole middle of the film, and then just have the last part. And you don't even need that middle part. It just uh, doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, and, you know, like, Scorpion says... Japanese, of course, mm. uh, to Cole Young that you freed me, you released me or you freed me something right. like that, like from hell. How? Oh, Because Why? his blood got on the dagger,
0: do... man. Like, duh. <laughs>
1: like, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> it's no sense whatsoever. Mm, yeah. so, um, so that was like really weird. It made no sense. Within, Or I should say, there was no storyline explanation as to why Cole would get these flashes of Scorpion right. throughout the movie,
0: like in his mind, I guess, presumably. No, it's, that he'd be like, whoa, whoa. it's because you know? it was their ancestors, man. It's in his DNA, dude. Like, And he never tells anybody
1: that he's seeing this either. Right. So like it just happens to happen.
0: <laughs> Probably like, something they just added mean, in I... later. Yeah.
1: Like it, it, it's just dumb.
0: Like there's right. so much,
1: this did not need to be an hour and 50 minutes.
0: Oh no, uh, no 90 minutes. I wonder, I wonder the runtime of the first Mortal Kombat. I mean, it just flew by. I think it's 90 minutes. If yeah, I remember probably.
1: Right. Now, I, now to be fair, there is 10 minutes of credits, mm. uh, in Mortal, in the new Mortal Kombat. So, uh, it's an hour oh, wow. and 40 minutes, which is still like way too long. I, I feel like, um,
0: let me ask you this. Yeah. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Were you? Did you I was
1: just going to say, I didn't like the fight scenes either. No. I agree with you. Too many cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I will say, I was surprised that there wasn't more wire work, which I, it's good. Right. Uh, but when there was wire work, it was very obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm glad they didn't go too crazy with the wire work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even if the, there hadn't been a million cuts, I don't think the fight scenes were anything special.
0: No, but... Best fight scenes ever filmed, man. Was that just uh, you know media baloney right there? Like it, it got nowhere near the raid. Like it was just, it was yeah. uh you know just typical blockbuster or schlockbuster fighting, which is, I guess, yeah, what should be expected. I shouldn't have expected well, anything more.
1: And the one other thing that I think really killed the fights, and for me, a lot of the movie in general, is that. The set pieces, especially where they have fights, are so uninteresting and bland. Mm -hmm. Like that dusty uh, practice area. Yeah. Like they have a big freaking fight scene in there and it's just a bunch of like brown everywhere a bunch of brown dust and dirt everywhere
0: it's so boring uh, the construction site like the last
1: <laughs> yeah the construction site and then the, with, like all the ice everywhere like that's boring mm. the, the one little bridge with like barely any background where they fight nathan jones who played general whatever um <laughs> like that's boring at least in like the original mortal Kombat. man you have a lot of like really cool sets that you can tell were, like, you know, hand-built. Mm-hmm. They're real. They're there. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very, like, intricate. And there's there's a lot of eye candy for you to look at.
0: For sure. Absolutely. Uh, and what do you – I mean, this is a nitpick. Like, do you yeah. prefer that the current Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero and Scorpion yeah. with their, like, samurai outfits, or do you prefer, like, the – to like the ninja style from the original
1: i do think these costumes looked way better than the costumes in the original mortal Kombat. they did the, the original mortal Kombat looks party city cheap, bulky
0: <laughs> like i just wish they weren't so bulky because i feel like you know if you're a ninja you don't want to be constricted um but again the tunics were pretty lame even when i when i was watching back the original one and they walked out at first i was like Cool, and then I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Tunic." Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the costumes are definitely better in
1: uh, this this movie.
0: Yeah, uh, I could say that. I'll give it that um, for sure. Um, and I, I, what about the? I mean, this probably isn't even a question. Like, I thought the soundtrack was also pretty lame for the new movie. Oh.
1: Yes, I had made a note that...
0: You go ahead. I mean, there's really nothing to say other than there were times when um, I I think finally some sort of synth sequencer kicked in and then I was like, oh, there's a little something. It kind of reminded me of like Tron or something, maybe the Tron sequel. But then, yeah, I mean, it certainly was no, you know, Mortal Kombat theme from 1995, um, which... Yeah, I mean, was anyone who heard that song back then has probably never gotten it out of their head. And um, I mean, and I definitely missed it through, even in like, you know, even if you were to say that you thought the fighting was lame in the first Mortal Kombat, at least that theme was playing behind it most of the time, which like made it <laughs> so good. And they edited to it like that. And it gave the fights a, a bit of a rhythm where these new fights yeah. like it was just garbage like yeah i
1: hated the music first of all like they would switch the style and the music like every like 10 15 seconds i don't Mm. know if you noticed that where it'd be like some heavy electronic thing then it'd be like they'd like go into something else like yeah yeah it didn't flow at all it sounded like like somebody who just started to learn how to dj (laughs) was like practicing going from one song to another and that's what it sounded like so true and with the, and what you were saying about the original music, every once in a while they would like give you like a few bars that mm. sounded similar to it, where, where you'd be like, it'd be like, dun 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 dun, like, like and you'd think, oh, they're going to go into it. And then they'd stop and go into like something completely different with the music. Right. They and did, they knew they would never like get into it. So it's like, hey, remember how awesome this song was?
0: Right. Well, you're not going to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Truly disappointing um, for sure. Like, I just, if you're going to remake something, you should make it better. But I guess Warner Brothers had other ideas. I mean, I even liked the um, animated Scorpion movie that came, or it's not the Scorpion movie. It's called Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge that came out just a year or two ago. It was still written better than this one and was basically, I mean, it was basically the Mortal Kombat. uh, Oh, I guess we should also address, what did you think about the fact that there was no tournament in the Mortal Kombat movie? I mean, it was just
1: part I'm of, okay with that yeah. because... I, I'm actually okay with that because, you know, there, there was a reason for there not to be a tournament, mm-hmm. and it actually, like, at least gave, like... I don't know, the, you, you know, some... I, I, I thought it was a pretty good plot device, actually, mm-hmm. for them to not have a tournament because, uh, you know, Shang Tsung's just killing them off ahead of
0: time. Right, you know? right.
1: And I did kind of like how, like, uh, Cole Young says, like, you know what? They don't want to do a tournament. We'll just give them—we'll we'll, we'll make them have one mm-hmm. by, you know, having Raiden, you know, like, transport everybody individually to, like, fight him. So I, I, <sighs> I did kind of— I was. I, I I liked that they at least. Adri- I I actually didn't
0: mind. I was. I actually forgot that there was a Raiden in that movie. <laughs> it's yeah,
1: so oh, boring.
0: Sucked. The effect with his eyes. So lame. So lame. So lame. All right. Uh, so to wrap this up, basically, I'm sure you've already seen it already, but Yahel says to skip it. I say to skip it. But uh, i sure you've already seen Go watch seen 1993 it. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, or Mortal Kombat Legacy. Like, it's so good. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can take a look at uh, the Mortal Kombat comic book before we... Nope. We definitely don't want this again. Uh, yeah, in fact, never again. I never want to hear that trailer or anything about Mortal Kombat 2021 ever again. <laughs> uh, so... Let's see if this is going to work up. Oh, all right. Can you uh, can you see the comic up on the screen? Yes. All right. This is the Mortal Kombat comic that was first only available. I don't know if you remember, but in the arcade cabinet, um, there was like you could uh, order a Mortal Kombat comic mm-hmm. uh, if you send like $2.99 or something well uh yeah uh, this is it and it was at first only available through the arcade game and i guess it was uh released later and it's actually written and drawn by um uh tobias the you know the creator of mortal Kombat. what's Mm -hmm. his first name john or ed or something uh ed boone and yeah i think john John Tobias. tobias yeah yeah not bad i'd say i mean Kind of in. I, I noticed not a lot.
1: I noticed not a lot of backgrounds are just a lot of gradients and solid colors. And a lot of... Oh wait, you you
0: can't see it, or oh wait, oh, no, I see. I see, see, I no, see no, what I... you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. Not a lot of background art. They right. Just, uh, well, I mean, you I know. I have to get this done quick. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, like at least, like you know, they were trying to flesh out the um the story here, which I was talking to some guy about. Mortal Kombat and he was trying to tell me that there just wasn't that much story to work off of even from the original movie and I'm like what? Like compared to other video games there's plenty of story Um, at least compared to Street Fighter and I had already seen the Van Damme Street Fighter prior to watching this movie and I think we can all agree that Mortal Kombat movie compared to Street Fighter is like Citizen Kane compared to like a Michael Bay film or something Not only that,
1: but there's like years and years and years
0: of Mortal Kombat story now. Mm. They can go off. Oh, yeah. And that's um, yeah, that's the weird thing is um, I think the fact that I hadn't played a lot of the other games. um, I mean, it didn't like, you know, ruin the new movie for me. There were plenty of other things that did that for me. But there was just a lot of people. I'm like, who's that? I've never seen that guy before. But I guess that's my own fault for not playing the games. Let the tournament begin and wow his uh his font got really like <laughs> and uh yeah you gotta love the um the mullet here on Liu king um, it's beautiful mm-hmm.
1: i uh i did like that um you know like you when you were asking about the not having a tournament i mm-hmm. uh, think one thing i wanted to say is i think that's good because now they can still because there's going to be sequels um, I think they signed up, like, three more, right, mm-hmm. um, I read. And at least now, if they they can do the tournament next time, you know, and it's not like, oh, God, they're doing the tournament again.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, well um oh my god what did they do to poor sonya's face i know i know she's uh looks Mm -hmm. like she's gonna be led out to pasture and uh fed (laughs) (laughs) carrots and oats (laughs) Uh, so uh, does does johnny cage actually uh yeah i don't know i mean this i guess this is the uh the the tobias style but i mean i wonder if he's gotten any better since then um wait tobias wrote it or drew it both both oh mm-hmm. see okay. there's his name right there john tobias that's it okay
1: all right well uh, hey uh kudos to him i'm sure he always just wanted to do a comic book and,
0: uh, got sucked into the video game world oh no you know, <laughs> poor guy i to say, you know i'm sure yeah
1: i'm sure he just wanted to uh look on but yeah I, I, i'll say this his hands pretty good at
0: drawing hands <laughs> and uh, look at those pouches Ooh, top notch <laughs> bottom of faces not so good <laughs> All right, um, well, let's jump into our final segment, uh, known as the Project Report. What on earth have you been working on? It's time for Project Report. All right, this is where we uh, sort of just discuss about whatever projects we've been uh, working on. I'm sure there can't be too much from last week, but I will go ahead and ask you anyway hell how's your video coming
1: oh it's coming along very slowly uh just
0: uh <laughs> been
1: working away at editing right now i'm actually rendering uh, some 3d scenes while we're doing this
0: podcast uh mm-hmm. so yeah gl- it's coming along i'm just glad to, we have uh, your uh, full attention <laughs> but hey as long <laughs> as you well, can I mean, multitask like, the, the,
1: the, you know cinema 4d is rendering mm-hmm. a scene me,
0: you know? Oh, I've got a follow-up question here. Have you ever messed around with um, like the Unreal Engine um, as a as a renderer? Or I mean, I don't even know if it. I mean, I assume there's one in there, and I know they released like they've got MetaHuman Creator now, which is a way to just I guess mm-hmm. make your own. Have you ever messed around with that stuff?
1: No, uh, there's a guy I know that works in like the video game industry and he's been trying to get me to like switch to unreal engine.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I haven't, uh, and so that
1: I might at some point, mm -hmm. but
0: I don't know. I think like it might be a way to get a decent job or something, (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see. Um, but, um, well, glad to hear that, uh, that that's working out for you. What
1: about you, Steve? Uh, what, what, what do you have
0: coming up? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, I've been busy trying to... I've been busy submitting this show to all the different various uh, podcast aggregators. Um, and, uh, man, I forgot how how much work it was, like, doing this stuff. But uh, but it's coming along. And in the meantime, I'm still uh, storyboarding away on my comic book Um and man, is that taking a long time too? But uh, you know, it's, Ameri- it's a it's a it's a
1: story about how uh, John Tobias drew and wrote uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat uh, it's free comic
0: book. A, it's a biography. I mean, that would probably get a lot of uh, sales actually if you were going to do a, a biographical comic book on John Tobias and Ed Boone and how they created Mortal Kombat. That's not a bad idea. I might rip that off someday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, but we won't get uh, John Tobias to uh, to draw it. Um, I'm sure he's probably got too much money anyway to even want to do it. Um, yes. But uh, anyway, that is going to do it for episode number two of Obscurity. Now, is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Mr. Yahel Velasquez. Uh, no, no, I am good. Well, make sure Just, you uh, watch Mortal Kombat 1993 yeah, and Mortal Kombat Legacy. Um, yeah, you don't need anything past that. Uh, but yeah, I'll make sure you check out your hell's awesome YouTube channel wrestling uh, with gaming for awesome video game documentaries. Uh, and you can also go to the uh, first issue ever YouTube page to check out this episode and last week's episode, as well as any place that has uh, podcasts, and this will be there in audio form. But uh, anyway, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week on Obscurity Now. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and Broadcast. broadcast to Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes, and take notice of our various social media links, if that's what you're into. I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media, only on Obscure